and welcome to the movie podcast review of Transformers Rise of the Beasts. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me are my fellow beasties. They are Shabazz. Autobots roll out. And Anthony. Hello, everyone. I'm not going to do a voice. <laughs> I'm not going to do a voice. I'm not going to do oh, anything man. that would jeopardize the 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 podcast in the, any the, you know form. I don't. Okay, I don't even want to know what. I don't I feel, even want to know what like what it, accent or impression you're exactly. going to try. Exactly. Transformers voice. Like I just did. Like Optimus. But it'll yeah, just, just Peter Cullen, man. I'll be canceled by the time it ends. Yeah. So uh, yeah, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. I'll just do my. This is my voice. What's up? That's it. What's up? <laughs> I I am a transformer. Uh, you know, we already know who would be at the Septicon. Obviously, Anthony would be at the mm, Septicon. No. Uh, but I'm, uh, you don't think so? What would no, you mean? I would just be like again. I would be. Don't talk to me, robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta save these these humans again. That's yeah, that would be me. Let, I would be in the corner alone. with I'm, a cigarette in my mouth. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you're just uh, you're just sitting, you know, parked in a parking lot somewhere. You're just like, you know what, you guys, Autobots, you go do your thing. I'm happy here. Let me. Chill. And then you, when it when you, it gets when shit hits the fan, I come in. I'm like, what's up? What's up? You save the day exactly. Uh, you know, for those listening in Canada, calling you guys beasties, totally normal. That does not sound weird at all. But I was wondering, Shay, can you give us a little bit of a background? Why? You know, the word beasties is so accepted here in, in Canada. Well, of course, I am the Transformers connoisseur and historian. Uh, from what I understand, and I could be horribly wrong about this, the reason why in Canada beasties is called beasties is because they didn't want to use the word war that was used in beast wars in the United States. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of truth to that, or if that's like a urban legend or something, but there's there's definitely uh, that's what I've heard. That's what was passed down to me from generation to yeah. generation. <laughs> that's uh, what was yeah. written on like the the hieroglyphics in Canada that like that's... you cannot actually you actually couldn't have the name war in a kids mm. TV show. So yeah. there you go. Words that's all it was. So they <laughs> so instead of calling it anything else, they decided to call it beasties which it was is, i believe uh, that or like bestiality but i don't think they wanted to go down that road so very different very things. different movie yeah. very that would be a very different movie very different show yeah we'd be having a very different conversation right now <laughs> but of course this is the movie podcast spoiler free review of transformers rise of the beasts i want to say thank you to our friends at paramount pictures for inviting us to watch this film we're going to go all into it very, very soon. But I want to remind you, of course, this is the movie podcast. You can catch brand new episodes of our show all throughout the week. That's interviews. That's reviews. That's main episodes. Those are breakdowns. There's so much going on here. We have so many incredible episodes out right now for you to check out. So if you want to check out our interviews with the cast of Spider-Verse, the directors of Spider-Verse, we have some more Spider-Verse interviews coming your way. There's lots to look forward to. So don't no, don't miss any of it. And of course, check out all of the incredible reviews that we are dropping. We have some great episodes out. You don't want to miss a thing. Now, I already said this is going to be spoiler free. We're not going to reveal any of the details from this movie. So don't you worry. Uh, but I do want to remind you, please, if you like what we're doing, please write us five stars. Give us five stars on YouTube. Join our Discord. We have such a great community of movie lovers, of TV lovers, of game lovers. Join us. We're having a great time in there. And of course, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at the movie podcast. That's the best place to find us. We're also on Twitter individually if you want to follow all of us see exactly what we're up to check out our reactions for movies there's always something going on you're already in the best place for movies so stay here like we always say now i, I you know 
Transformers is a series that we all have different histories with. I would love for us, as we're kind of going into our first reactions, to kind of give our background with the Transformers films. You know, what our mindsets were going in to this film and where they were, I guess, when it all started all the way back in 2007. So we're going to kick it to Shay for our first reaction very soon. But I do want to let you know that, of course, Transformers Rise of the Beasts releases into theaters on June 9th. And it stars a huge cast. So uh, first, and I, I do want to say, of course, Anthony Ramos is someone who is great in this film. And guess what? He's going to be a special guest on the movie podcast later this week. So stay tuned for that interview we're so, so excited to welcome him on to the show. He's awesome in this movie, and we're going to talk a lot more about him. But Shabazz, please take it away. Start us with your first reactions to Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Transformers Rise of the Beasts is, is 90s nostalgia at its finest. It has some of the greatest beats from that era with some great imagery as well. I mean, this is this is a tale of also kind of two films, I think. There's a really, really great boots to the ground, you know, story here about uh, Anthony Ramos's character and there's a lot of other stuff kind of happening that's in the Transformers world as well. There's there's a lot that I liked about this movie, but there's also just stuff about this film that I was just kind of like, oh yeah, okay, like that was that was fine. I mean, we're introduced to to Noah Diaz, aka Anthony Ramos, and he's this character who is you know he's from the army. He I guess got let go or discharged or something like that, uh, and then he is now this great tech wizard he can rebuild anything build anything and there's a lot of great beats there because he has a great relationship with his mom great relationship with his little brother named chris who clearly is going through some sort of a uh, ailment or he's sick or something is happening with him but then the movie kind of just starts to drop all this transformers lore and it opens up with a, what i thought was a really really cool moment uh, of the primals kind of fighting these other they weren't decepticons i i'm, I'm blanking on what their name was we were calling them like the terracottas the, or the terramanas or whatever <laughs> they were uh, there was there was just there was just a lot of transformers lore kind of being thrown at us so i you have to excuse my ignorance on that um but then you you kind of get into this film where you have the terror corns, the terror corns. We weren't far off then. Terror cons, terror cons. Yeah, they're terror cons. Terror cons, terror cons, terror They're like unicorns. You know what I mean? There's a lot of a lot of different names for them. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a lot of great characters in this movie. Is I think the one of the things that you kind of touched upon already there, Daniel, is is Anthony Ramos. He's he's absolutely fantastic in this movie. But on top of that, because he's paired with mirage aka pete davidson they have such great chemistry in the opening of this film in the first half of this movie they're going back and forth they have great banter and their chemistry is instant they have instant chemistry every moment every joke every line is landing then this movie kind of starts to i and I, it just kind of becomes a Transformers movie. And you can take that in the good way or the bad way. Depends on what your, you know, your mileage is with the Transformers films. But it just kind of becomes a little bit generic where they they go off to Peru. They have to find this MacGuffin because the Autobots and the and the primals want to go home, or the Maximals, sorry, they want to go home. And there's Unicron coming. There's just a lot of stuff that's kind of just being thrown at you. And you kind of have to go for it. 
And I think that's kind of where I'm at with this film, where I really, really love the first half because the 90s nostalgia, the music, the characters, and everything that was kind of happening really, really had me hooked. But then by the time we kind of leave that area, the movie just kind of passed through me where I, I didn't dislike it. I didn't feel anything, I think. And that's kind of maybe the the fault of the film where it never really kind of kept me so entertained or so engaged it just kind of happened i wasn't sure what was happening either most of the time because it was just a lot of cg just clashing against each other so great moments in the beginning but then the movie kind of started to lose me towards i'd say the middle in the end yeah you know and i want to say first and foremost like we already been saying Anthony Ramos is so much fun in this movie. And I think when you see him pair with Mirage and Pete Davidson's, you know, sense of humor, that shines and their relationship really shines throughout this film. And I just really wish we got more time with them together. The moments that they are on screen together are amazing. They're so fun. It reminds me of those of those early Transformers days with Shia and with Bumblebee and like or with Sam and with Bumblebee because, you know, their relationship you believe that. And even though the way they meet and their circumstance of meeting is uh it, it's it's interesting it's you know like you know we've seen in the trailers that you know he's you know, Noah stealing a car and then mirage is there and like it's really cool and i think mirage is a character that i don't think we've seen mirage in the in the films before correct me if i'm I don't wrong think so yeah and or not that it comes to mind but uh, i think seeing like mirage's power set and seeing how he talks and, and interacts with all the transformers it's a lot of fun and they are and, and mirage especially because he's so different from the other autobots is kind of that that buy-in for the audience, right? So you're like, yeah, I'm, I want to see more of it through their perspective. And I think as the film goes on, as you said, Shay, it's really a tale of two movies where you have this really great, you know, piece. You know, we're taking, we're setting it in Brooklyn. It's 1994. You have this great music. You have great visuals. You have a really cool style that I think Stephen Cable Jr. brings to it, which uh, you, you've seen him do with, you know, Creed Two. You know, this is another time he's coming into an already established franchise. And I think that really works to his strengths where you're telling this grounded story. But when we get to Peru, it kind of turns into what we've seen before in so many other Transformers films where it's just a lot of CG, a lot of action. And, you know, robots transforming and fighting one another doesn't get you as excited as it did, you know, 15 years ago. But there are some really great moments. And I think because this film, I, th I think it's a little bit too long. It's it's in two hours and 16 minutes. I think it definitely could have been a bit shorter. Um, those great moments start to get weighed down by everything else kind of going on with the plot MacGuffins and, you know, trying to get this and this artifact and, you know, the world's going to end. It's like you could only tell that story so many times. But Anthony, please jump on in. Let us know what you thought of Rise of the Beast. No, you're right. Like, I think, you know, if you've seen the other Transformers, this is going to feel very similar to it, even though it's a new director and compared to Bumblebee, um, this is the third director of the Transformers legacy or saga. It just feels very similar to the stories that we've had in the past. It doesn't fe feel rejuvenated. It doesn't feel like it's, adding a new something new like a new ingredient to it but it yeah, does like bumblebee did right like bumblebee at least tried to go it down did. its own path but the difference with bumblebee is that it actually really focused on the the the, the character the character development between uh, Haley seinfeld seinfeld and and bumblebee which this one felt very similar in the sense where you kind of have anthony ramos and 
mirage but then there's so much it's a bigger stake at hand and i felt like there's a lot of things that they wanted to add because they're adding the transformers and then you're, you're adding the beast uh, beast wars transformers and then you add all these other guys and then you have unicron and it's a it's a pretty big event and the the wild thing is this event actually takes place before um the 2007 transformers so there's a lot of like broken history that's going through this that you don't really know where this movie really lies in the sense of the history of this saga i feel like they're just trying to buy themselves is it it a reboot is it not are we just kind of going in a new direction exactly it's a lot of questions that we have like okay are we trying to tie it you know there is a reference to bumblebee but it's not specifically outlined and like hey this is you know remember that girl that you were with a couple years ago it's like it's nothing like that it's just so loosely tied where you almost want like okay just be definitive is this a reboot yeah let's could mean nothing as a reboot. that's like that's how yeah blowing, I, whatever it is i i feel like that's maybe the route they should have went but when you involve all these characters and there's a lot of lore like i have my my transformers history I watched them. I don't remember them growing up until I started watching Beasties. That's when I really got into the Transformers and Optimus Prime. But they were always like part of like those things that you would see in the background or you would know of like G.I. Joe or um, or uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're just part of that nostalgia of that time the period. The pop culture, you know, like you know them. Yeah, or like you know, He-Man. Like I never watched He-Man, but I knew of it and I knew it came before me and it was just something that passed on to my era. Right. So going into this, I don't know much about the lore. I know Optimus Prime. I know Bumblebee. I know Mirage. I know like Megatron. And I know uh, Unicron because I remember there was that funny, you know, there's so many funny skits with Transformers that came out during the, you know, the mid 2000s of, of um, being like robot chicken that or like even like the whole transformers on you you remember the the whole narration with transformers where they got someone to play optimus prime and they did that whole fucking joke about you know what the fuck is this and yada 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 it was it was a yeah. big thing so yeah transformers is a big cultural part of a lot of people's lives but for me do not shit on me because i have no idea what i'm getting into i couldn't <laughs> i didn't understand what the history was i'm like wait does this take happen before how is this optimus in the same time span of the other optimists like it just didn't make sense but overall like i still enjoyed the story because i feel like that beginning really hooks you the 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 new york vibe i feel like new york is another character in this movie it feels very 1994 new york and yeah anthony ramos, and i wish we, we got more of it you know yes he play, and anthony ramos plays that character from new york like i grew up in bushwhack or wherever he didn't say the he didn't say brooklyn he says something else um bushwhack i think yeah so it just it felt good like like the music felt good the the everything leading up like even pete davidson's character he had that urban vibe to him it just felt really like oh this is sick like he they're they're having they're having this huge race through new york city streets it just felt good but then when you kind of like get into the thick of this plot where optimus doesn't trust humans at this point because you this is kind of like a, a new thing like you, that he sees humans he's like i don't i don't fuck with you guys but um he feels dis- different than all the other ones so when you get to that point and he's like i gotta do this and they go on this adventure you just feel like a lot of shit happens to get to that point of we have to go to peru we have to go f- find this key and then it just you kind of lose track but then you get there's a little bit of that ending battle which was really dope 
that feels very transformery. It feels like okay, yeah. this this feels like Cybertron that Cybertron um, sequence in Bumblebee. It felt like that on the ground. Um, but yeah, like I'm looking forward to if they continue with it. I would have rather had a Beasties type of you know Transformers movie rather than like combining all these universes and whatever back to the future future to the past type of thing i just wish they stuck to one genre of transformers and then kind of grew into something bigger in the future yeah you know that's that's a, that's a great point because i think yeah I, I love the setting of this movie i love where this movie starts i look like okay you know what we're telling a story in you know in new york city in 1994 and i think that it was almost like a, a missed opportunity to keep it in that city because as soon as we go to peru you kind of lose all sense of what year it is because the transformers technology all looks so futuristic so you're just kind of watching it and you're just like okay cool like this is all you know this is this all taking place it could be any time of you know whatever century that we're in because it all blends together with other films that we've seen before and it kind of gave me the vibes of like at the end of age of extinction where it's like hey you know what we got to go to china we got to get the dinobots and we're in peru you know what we're going to peru we got to get the maximals and then it's like they team up and you know it's kind of like what, we, what we've seen before so I'm, i was wishing there was a little bit more um of it you know grounding it very much like bumblebee grounded the series uh for me and and bumblebee's character and kept it focused on bumblebee and you know two other decepticons i wish that um beast the rise of the beasts tried to focus a little bit more on some of the different autobots instead of having like this huge crew of uh, you know the the ter- was it the terracons terracons the terracottas and you know and all these different factions kind of coming together anthony yeah. and then i know shay has something to say as well um i just wanted to say that i did like the character design of optimus primal i thought the gorilla yeah. vibe to it looks really good on screen uh there were parts where i felt that the depth was having an issue clashing with the 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 character design of the transformers and i felt like you can clearly see the budget is not as much as what previous budgets were and i don't know maybe i'm wrong on that but i just feel like it, it just felt a little bit toned down in the terms of the cg compartment of Transformers. they are cg characters <laughs> we we you kind of you can't help but not see it so it's it's an interesting it's a little bit of an eyesore at times because i'm like ooh, that the background feels too zoomed in or too pixelated or too blurry to feel like they're in the same sequence of you know if when they were talking with the humans and, and whatnot yeah it's definitely uh it's a it's a 200 million dollar budget so it's still a pretty big budget it's on par with the bay transformers films more than what bumblebee was obviously but uh yeah it's it's an interesting because i think it's like we see with a lot of films it's either uh it could be a rush job it could be reshoots it could be a lot of changes and it feels like this movie had a lot of different edits and changes and reshoots that kind of played a factor to it shay jump on in yeah, it, this movie just kind of feels like it It kind of came together in the editing room. You know, they probably had a bunch of different versions that were maybe shot or reshoots that occurred because once they kind of, like as we said, get to Peru, a lot of it just feels very disconnected from what happened pr- previously in the film. And it just kind of feels like, okay, we need to just go make action sequences. And while the action sequence at the end was was nice to see. It also didn't leave a lasting impression. It never made me jump out of my seat. I think I just kind of watched it with a blank expression of like, okay, we're kind of getting to the end. And I think I was getting kind of bored as well. There's just, there's just a lot in this movie that 
you know, really worked in the beginning, but then when it when it drops in the second half, it it really makes it obvious. And then, you know, we, we talk about movies like Bumblebee where it felt like such a breath of fresh air and you, that's the sixth movie in this franchise. When you're going to the seventh film, you're kind of hoping to keep that trajectory. Now, Bumblebee wasn't a huge smash in terms of the box office. It came out at a really, really bad time a year after one of the worst performing Transformers movies. So you can't fault that movie, but it had a great, you know, grounded story, very E.T., very, you know, Iron Giant. And then you get to a movie like this where it's like, we're back to formula. And I don't know if going back to formula was the best idea right now. I think continuing that trajectory of making a smaller film, making this movie about Anthony Ramos's character in Mirage and, you know, maybe Optimus Prime doesn't even show up, make this the Tokyo Drift. Vin Diesel's not in this movie, yeah. but you kind of technically Bumblebee was right. Exactly. Optimus yeah. shows up at the beginning and then shows up driving on the bridge at the end. Right? Yeah. And then that, that's what worked. And again, I think maybe the studio looked at that movie and was like, Oh, well that was a failure. So we can't do that again where it's like, no, you just, you're following up a really, really bad film. So I think this movie went going back to that. I don't know if it's going to be a hit that, you know, the audience seemed to be enjoying it, but I, I don't know where it's going to last in the Transformers legacy, I would really hope that whatever they do next is a complete pivotal shift because you need to make these movies look different now. You need to make them more engaging. They need to not be world-ending stakes. Everything doesn't have to be a planet eater. Just just make it a grounded story. Make the Transformers and the humans have a much better connection instead of like, you're coming along for the ride because it's convenient. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, right? I think because there's so much, and that's what that's what's so interesting. The Rise of Beast, there's so much that I love in this movie, and there's so much that works, but it gets bogged down by the weight of that Transformers world of you know of these of these tropes that we've seen time and time again. Where it's like we don't need, like Shay said, we don't need every film to be a world-ending event. We could just have something. You know, they're fighting for their city. You know, home team. That's something. It's the through line in this film. You know, we have Noah, Anthony Robinson's character. He's fighting for his brother. He's fighting for his mom. He's fighting for his family. And yeah, you know, you're fighting to, to save them at the end of the world. But because we spend so much time apart from them in this movie, you almost forget what the stakes are back home and, and who's back home and who's he's trying to save. And I wish that we kept those stakes smaller because as, as cool as the final battle is, there's a lot of great moments. And it reminded me a lot of, you know, if we go back and we look at Quantumania in the final battle, there's a lot of cool moments in that final battle. But it's like everything leading to that, you know, it kind of, you you miss out on like what could have been a, a lot more of a focused story because Anthony Ramos and Mirage are so fun together. They are so great. They really carry this movie. And then it kind of turns into the Optimus Prime show where it's like, okay, we've, you know, we've seen this play out before. And I think there's a lot of opportunity to tell a little bit more engaging stories. And ones that, you know, don't have to keep jumping across the globe or have the world be eaten by the end of it you know just tell a great story there's so many great characters within the lore of transformers that you could tell something really really cool and i think this movie has some really great moments has some really okay i'm not you know i'm not on the on the vibe of this movie and it's, it's kind of like a tale of that where it's just like it's like a bumpy road you know like you're going down it you're like yeah we're getting over it we're getting through it and then smooth sailing and then we're you know we're hitting a ditch so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different you know paths that this movie's taking where i wish it just kind of took the path uh you know 
most paved i don't know i i got into this weird i got into this yeah, weird you just started talking uh, dude and like analogy what is he talking about oh my god <laughs> I got into, just a bunch of thoughts bro this is like the ending yeah. of this movie <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, 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 i got it i got into this road analogy and i couldn't get off of it yeah i couldn't get just it. jump off over. just exit just exit just crash just crash and burn just crash yeah get going that's not good but let's truth- get to our final let's uh actually you know what i want to get sh- i want to get anthony to finish his thought Truthfully, here, i just i want to say like of all the transformers it's not the worst one like no i, I not gotta at say all. that not like that's all. a good thing yeah. that's a good sign but yeah. it's not the it's best it's not sign. offensive no i will i will that's actually thank you for reminding me i was going to say i will watch this over you know revenge of the fallen or dark side of the moon or age of extinction or the last night any day you know you know what i mean like it's not bad and i know we we are a bit more critical of it but to be the third best transformers movie for me i mean that's not bad. a win you know what i mean you know it's not it's not it's not a bad thing but let's get to our final recommendations anthony i'm going to get you to start us off i'm going to say add this to your queue it's i'm i'm on the fence with it like i like certain parts but it didn't win me over for for me to kind of recommend it to to the audience to say yeah you need to go watch this this is like a whole new vibe of transformers this is going to blow your mind this is this is not like something that you haven't seen i still think bumblebee was such a a, a different route or a different road for for that franchise there's these roads again you know and the roads come back they kind of this one kind of like blended that that bumblebee vibe but that michael bay vibe which became a little it became oversaturated at the end and that, that's what i did not like about it it kind of lost that character development that I was building towards but uh yeah that's an attitude to the queue you know, I'm right there with you. It's an attitude to cue for me. I think Anthony Ramos and Mirage really make this movie. There's some really cool action moments, but I think overall, a lot of the great parts of this movie really get lost in the lore and the, you know, the tropes that we've seen a million times before in the Bayham craziness of the Transformers world. So I'm going to say add it to your cue. There's a lot of good, but unfortunately, I think there's a lot that, uh, you know, will distract you from the moments that you did like. Shabazz, drive us home. We're almost home, folks. Uh, I'm right there with you guys. Add, add to the queue. I think there's uh, there's good moments, but overall, they'll kind of leave this movie and not remember a lot of it. There we go. Transformers Rise of the Beasts releases into theaters on June 9th. Look out for our interview with the star of the film, Anthony Ramos, later this week on the movie podcast. will be available on all podcast feeds and on YouTube, and of course, on our social. So look forward to all of that. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at The Movie Podcast. You don't want to miss anything going on. We have lots of great interviews coming your way, so make sure you stay here on The Movie Podcast. Like I said, subscribe to us on YouTube. Drop us five stars if you like what we're doing, and join our Discord. We have great episodes coming out all throughout the week. Our reviews, our interviews, our main episodes. There's lots to look forward to. Don't miss any of it. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.